you're responsible for your actions and not that of your spouse. If your spouse decides to have his or her own words full of wrath and spite, try to make yours full of grace. Welcome to the Reconnected Marriage Partners Podcast. Hi, we are David and Eben, your host on the show. We know what it's like to feel less connected as a couple while juggling the increasing responsibilities and demands of work, life, and parenthood. We also know what it feels like to achieve a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage while raising a family. If you're ready to reconnect on a deeper level, reignite the passion in your marriage, and enjoy a more exciting and satisfying marriage, even if you're raising children with limited time, this podcast was made for you. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the strong and connected marriage you truly desire. All right, let's light up that spark. Come on! Hi, friend, and welcome to another inspiring episode on the show. How are you all doing? Hope you have been having a fantastic week so far. As you may know, we have been sharing some scriptures that has helped communication in our marriage. Today, we will be talking about the third scripture on our three-part series, Three Life-Changing Bible Verses for a Better Communication in Your Marriage. If you've not listened to the previous two episodes, please, I encourage you to do that quickly. Listen to them, and then you can come back to listen to this episode. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I'll not only be talking about the scripture, but I would also encourage you to apply it because that is when you will enjoy the benefits. The word of God is life transforming. And I know that these scriptures will transform not just your marriage, but your other relationships. I can say an amen to that. Be reminded that towards the end of this episode, I will be taking you through a step-by-step method that you can begin to implement as you apply the Bible verse to your day-to-day life and marriage for better communication or improving your communication with your spouse. Let's quickly review what we have done so far. In the first part of this series, we talked about how to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. The second part, which we took last week, we address how to respond when confronted. And today, we look at the third and last scripture that addresses our day-to-day conversation. Now, join me as we delve in. What is this third scripture? Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. And it reads, Let your conversation be always full of grace seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer every one. Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. This scripture addresses how we have to answer anyone, including our spouse. Isn't it interesting that at times we treat our colleagues and strangers with more grace than we treat our spouses? I've heard and read stories, even first-hand accounts, of spouses who cannot believe who their spouses are outside the home. One wife said, and I quote, He is a different man. This is not the man I see at home. End of quote. Why did she say that? Because he was so nice to every person but her. Do you have a different personality when you are with your spouse and another one when you are with everyone else? 
take a moment to ponder about that. A little disclaimer here. I do understand that this particular scripture talks of defending one's faith, but it definitely can be useful in any context of communication. I, I thought I should put <laughs> I thought I should just put that out there. Okay, let's get down to the scripture and, and break it down. What does the first part of that scripture say? It says, let your conversation be always full of grace. How does one have a conversation full of grace? I checked out the meaning of grace and the synonyms that f- followed were, you know, cautious, goodwill, kind, pleasant. Now you can substitute these words with grace. Let your conversation be full of courtesy, kindness, pleasantry, goodwill. Now, if we open our mouths and what we are about to say does not fall into any of these, we may need to say nothing. When we speak to our spouses in a way that is kind and respectful, words filled with goodwill, how do you think it will make them feel? How would you feel if you were spoken to in that way? I trust you would be over the moon. It does not say a small portion, but it should be full, full of grace. What does that mean? When you feel hurt and you want to talk about it, it should still be full of grace and kindness. Let's see the second part of the scripture. It says, it should be seasoned with salt. Your words should be seasoned with salt. Your conversation should be seasoned with salt. (laughs) Thank God they didn't say (laughs) full of salt. I wonder how that conversation will be. It says seasoned. Just like when we season a meal with salt, we don't just dump it. We thoughtfully and carefully apply the salt. Just enough to make the meal tasty. That is what we are to do when we speak. We are to thoughtfully and carefully speak and respond. You know, for more about this, you can go to, um, you can listen to episode 47. Now, the final part of this scripture says, so you may know how to answer everyone. So you may know how to answer everyone. When you apply a speech full of grace and seasoned with salt, There is no conversation you cannot get into. Beloved, because you have armed yourself with these two, with the first two, your chances of having a peaceful conversation or end on a peaceful note is quite high. See what I did there? End, note, high? (laughs) Our musicians may understand. (laughs) All right, I'm just playing around here. Let's get back to the conversation. I would actually be naive to say that all conversations end peacefully. You should be the peaceful one as much as it lies in your power. You do your own part and leave the rest for God. Like I tell couples, uh, you know, couples that I speak to, you're responsible for your actions and not that of your spouse. If your spouse decides to have his or her own words full of wrath and spite, try to make yours full of grace. If he or she decides that rather than have their words seasoned, that they load it with salt, well, you respond 
with seasoned salt. May the Lord give each and every one of us the grace to do so. Amen. Is it easy? Definitely not. I wish I could tell you that, oh, it's, it's a slam dunk. But that's why you need the five P's I'm going to be talking about now. The first P is purpose. Purpose. See every conversation as a way to connect with your spouse. Let every other reason be secondary. See it as an opportunity to speak gracefully and with kindness to them. The second P is partner. Partner with God by praying. Commit your conversations you know, before God, especially if you know it's going to be a difficult one. Utilize one of the Nehemiah prayers I have spoken about in episode 47 and also 48. Um, you could go back to those episodes and get a clearer picture of, of what that is. You know, it is, you know, a very short prayer, um, quickly, and one that is said without anybody even knowing, asking for God's help while you have your conversation. The third one is pause. Pause. This is to reflect about what you have heard and what you want to say or respond. And the fourth P is process. Now, this is a longer pause as you may need more time. You may need more time to step away from the conversation. If if you know that your conversation would not be full of grace or seasoned with salt, maybe you need to request a timeout and reconvey. You, you have the time to think through what you have heard and what you are about to say. You know, like, is there any truth in what my spouse has said? Is there, mis- is there a misunderstanding or misconception? If you need more time to process everything, just ensure you let your spouse know. You know, no one appreciates, you know, the long silence or eternal silence or... Um, letting things just lay low without addressing it. So it's important that we we ensure that we come back to the conversation. In our own home, in our marriage, we tend to, uh, to do it within 24 hours. You can determine your time, but let it be something that is mutual. Finally, practice. Practice, practice, practice. Practice graceful speaking. You know, it's a skill and it's something that can be learned. Learn words that can edify and not bring down. If you prefer, you could write them down. You could, you know, ruminate on them, type it out, read it out and ensure that it's kind and it has a respectful tone. For me, I do it more, you know, in my head. I'll speak it out. I've also written conversations down too. And and those are the five P's you know, that can help you in this, your journey. As I round up, I want to challenge you to ensure that you put to practice what you have heard so far and all that we've spoken about in this series. It has been a pleasure sharing these scriptures with you. And I do pray that these words become life in your hearts and marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. Till next week, stay connected. God bless you and yours. Shalom. If you like that among show, please don't forget to leave a review to spread the love. Hi, friend. 
If you've been inspired or found value in this episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please feel free to share this episode with friends and family. And together, we can build stronger marriages, families, and communities. Stay connected. Shalom.